हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट एटीन डेवलपमेंट प्लानिंग नेचर एंड स्कोप कॉन्टेक्स्ट ऑफ डेवलपमेंट प्लानिंग इन इंडिया डिसेंट्रलाइजेशन कुड बी क्रिटिसाइज्ड एज अ प्रिकॉशियस अटेम्प्ट सिंस इट हैज बीन एम्बार्ड अपॉन without ensuring the essential socio economic prerequisites like desired standards of awareness education institutional arrangements for people's participation in planning plan implementation with people's involvement inculcation of desired technical know-how institutional corrections via social and economic reform etc the converse argument could be that one could not wait prenatally for the right time hence the attempt presently is with the theoretical supposition of the theory of institutionalization whereby desired change is sought by introducing institutions in a sociological landscape which act as change agents in that in time as they concretize they act on the substratum and alter its character as per own nature and orientation introduction of the institutions of self governance is expected to initiate the process of aplocyclic social transformation as aforesaid in that structural behavior changes are expected with regard to the empowerment self reliance and better awareness on part of people in keeping with the requirements of grassroots democracy pertinently in the economic theory there are two approaches to economic development as per one establishing basic prerequisites such as law and order communication infrastructure power at establishes the environment for development businesses do the rest as per the other approach development is planned for and provided proactively by the state led as per the first approach establishment of local self government would renew local administration which would have positive spin off effects on business generally improved investment climate is expected people's participation is chief virtue to be derived from the local level development planning the failure of previous efforts at the rural regeneration starting from the community development program have been ascribed mainly to lack of effective people's participation in planning and implementation of these programs this would be sociological transformation that would be brought about by the institutionalizing cooperative efforts at the local level through panchayat raj institutions
The role of planning commission in, in the changed dispensation is likely to shift to long range planning henceforth. According to I. C. Dhingra, the emphasis should be on in-depth exploration into alternatives in respect of vital sectors like energy, transport, social sectors, technology, etc. Now let us move to the next point requirements in development planning. Employment generation would the key requirement in eradicating poverty. Poverty elevation it should be remembered is the chief rationale for the planning from below. Since the top down approach has not succeeded in removing poverty. The main challenge for the district planning committee would be to provide for investment in socio-economic planning at the same time ensure cost effectiveness of operations since controlling non-plan revenue expenditure is a priority. As articulated in the 10th plan and also mentioned before in the neoliberal dispensation, the state would largely roll back in areas where it, it is performing inefficiently and the civil society is relatively well institutionalized. This would be part of wider goal of good governance. Qualitative aspect of governance would be given greater attention, hence the 10th plan is intended to be more a reform plan rather than a resource plan. Emphasis would be on the issues like reforming law and order provision of basic services like education and health which would require policy reform in that panchayat institutions and civil society would need to be vested with the requisite authority to introduce reforms like hiring contractual staff, curb unionism, right side administration which is presently lacking. Now let us discuss the issues in rural development. It has been brought out in the mid-term appraisal of the ninth plan MTA document that many rules regarding SCST welfare, forestry and decentralization contain rules which are actually anti-poor. These would be suitably modified in the tenth plan to enforce a pro-poor program. For example, the Maghasisi award winner Rajinder Singh resorted aquifers in Rajasthan by constructing check dams, tanks and ponds. Yet these activities were in violation of many acts, namely the Irrigation and Drainage Act, the Wildlife Protection Act and the Forest Conservation Act. Similarly, there are rules that prevent farmers from selling vegetable directly to customers. Rules mandate that they sell them to the mandi if they take their produce across the state boundaries they violate 
the essential commodity act and the mandi act there are numerous such acts that preserve government monopoly which actually go against the public interest licensing provisions for cycle rickshaws and hawkers create opportunities for corruption on the part of the administration and restrict livelihood opportunities many such laws need revision in the same pin better accountability mechanism need to be put in place to curb corruption as aforesaid which reportedly results in leakages amounting to 20 to 70% of funds in rural development programs as endorsed in the UNDP's report and brought out in the 10th plan decentralization has been effective in enforcing accountability at the local level and providing cost effective operations wherever implemented unfortunately in india in most states most development efforts remains concentrated in sectoriate and directorates processes and mechanisms too are heavily oriented in favor of the bureaucracy hence the agenda of decentralization requires more vigorous or committed implementation the same would be carried out through training of local functionaries and transfer of physical and financial resources to local bodies at the same time local bodies would be encouraged to raise their own resources and fiscal incentives would be linked to performance at the local level bureaucracy would be streamlined by cutting down on the surplus staff attempt would be made to make processes like audit financial transactions procurement through the competitive bidding at simple and transparent to provide for open and responsive government specific issues involved as articulated in the 10th plan are summarized below legislation for right to information to ensure transparency of administrative processes and public accountability of local administrative officials citizens charter establishing service delivery standards and means to enforce or press for the same for citizens responsive legal system through innovative mechanism like lok adalat and nyay panchayats to provide for speedy justice and quick disposal of cases curtailment of administrative expenditure through right sizing government and reducing transaction cost in other words administrative discretion and political rent seeking behavior due to procedural complexity or scope for manipulations in rules and regulations fiscal reforms would be urgent much revenue presently is lost because public utilities such as power 
water go largely unpaid. Better enforcement is required for fiscal viability of services. States should more proactively tap the source of external aid, which presently does not have a ceiling and which depends completely on the willingness of the state governments. There needs to be better cooperation interstate in matters such as tax rates which currently give unfair advantage to certain states in revenue matters. Focus instead should be on creating better conducive climate for investment and viewing the country as a single economic space with requirements of cooperation not competition in the nature of negative social capital between state. In this connection value added tax VAT is strongly recommended. Ready extension of state guarantee to the borrowings of state public sector enterprises has escalated the fiscal crisis in states. Legislative cap on such guarantees as has been attempted in some states can effectively tackle the problem. The pressure of non-plan expenditure has made states cut on essential capital expenditure. Even maintenance of capital assets has been compromised due to the pressure of non-plan revenue expenditure by way of administrative expenses and establishment charges. Environmental concerns cannot be addressed due to the same constraint. For the first time, plan assistance for maintenance of capital assets has been provided for in the 10th plan. Reform-linked assistance has been proposed for desired reforms in states. Cutting on surplus staff henceforth would be a vital requirement. Plan proposals need to be rationalized in the sense that comprehensive statement of proposed expenditure needs to be made, which is not underestimated as is deliberately done to seek sanctions. Investment requirements may even be overestimated, which leads to overloading when assessments of ceiling in different sectors and investment requirements are not articulated properly. Ad hoc resentment have to be attempted perforce which disturb the priority setting in the plan allocations. Committed outlays and prospective productive deployment of capital needs to be set apart for better perception with regard to committed and proposed expenditure. Prioritization in ongoing schemes is necessary, keeping the resource constraint in view 
priority should be to complete the incomplete projects which are nearer completion rather than those that are perhaps 10% complete. There is a need for transparent criteria for prioritization for which states are reluctant as it would reduce discretionary authority with regard to choice involved. However, in public interest the scope for arbitrary executive choices should be reduced by way of specification of criteria on rational grounds since that would prevent misallocations and consequent wastage of resources. Finally, the timing and scheduling of plan according to budget, the formulation exercise is critical. Plan priorities must be reflected significantly in the budget. Usually, they are not articulated in time, hence lose their relevance. Hence, a strict annual schedule should be prepared and followed in congruity with the budget. Now, let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.